ain't had much to say But man, I still think them cats are crazy They were asking if you were around How you was, where you could be found Told them you were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy Hey, what's going on? It is episode 201 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I'm 42. 42. You remember when I was 40, I had told you that I had this lifelong goal that I was going to be in the best shape of my life before I was 41. I do, yeah. Didn't when, happen. when you hit Did, the peak, you're like, this is it. It didn't happen. So then when I was 42, I said, I'm going to be in the best shape I've ever been in before I'm 43. I am not in the best shape I've ever been in, but I'm in a lot better shape than I was You're when I was good. 40 and 41. So, Told you. Um, People are talking. My only goal, uh, I had talked to you last week or whatever. I said, hey, you know, maybe we should talk about resolutions. We've done it in the past, but I'm just going to make it short and sweet. My only resolution do it. is to not put expectations on my 2019. Hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, how's so it, it going to benefit You know you? when people say like uh, – Man, I'm going to start a diet, and uh, you know, first of the year, and then the first happens to to fall on a Tuesday, and then they go, "Well, they hit that Monday, the following yeah. Monday, because you got to start a diet on a Monday." Sure. It never works out. I always tell my wife, like, if you're going to start a diet, do it on the Tuesday, a Wednesday. You you can't have because you'll always find your way back. Because if Monday you mess up, then you'll be like, "Well, I can either start it Friday or starting that following Monday again." So you've bought yourself another five weeks of gaining weight. Yeah. So. In that same line of thinking, I just thought um, a lot of things changed for me this year, most of it based around coffee. Uh, it's where it started, and then floating, which I only did once, but it was as Was you the know, coffee this year? Yeah, January of this year. Would you say that 2018 was the year where the metamorphosis is complete and I became you and you became me? Yes. It feels yeah. good. Yeah. Does, I was going to say it feels good, but it doesn't. It doesn't feel good. I actually I don't feel good at all right I now. I actually told Ben the other day, I said, hey, uh, for my birthday, I'm considering <laughs> going out to this place on the south side. It is a um, Korean-Polish fusion place, and he has head <laughs> on this blew off. <laughs> and then he's like, but I'd like to go too, though. I mean, Well, the reason that people have been listening, if you've been listening for a while, I came in as the fresh-eyed Labrador who was wearing tapered sweatpants and talking about like new music and how I like craft beer and whatnot. And it was like, ah, you're dumb. You're stupid. <laughs> Everything I do is like, well, and rightfully so a lot of it, you know, but, and I was, but you, but you were the one that was like, no, this is like, look, I like things the way I like them. Don't rock this boat. Right. I got things under control. And now it's like, now you're like, oh, let's go, oh, let's go to, let's go to Polish fusion. Hey, I'm going to give stickers out at my, my fancy, like small town coffee. Uh, 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 uh smug, smugglers, all... coffee, grindhouse, steam whistle. Steam you just gonna whistle. name? All I have to name steam whistle. That's my new favorite. But uh, yeah, now like you're the one that's down, and I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, just go get Folgers. Oh, you know, even though I like them every year. So for the people who who are are just joining in in the last episode, this episode, whatever, 
Um, I do a lot of, and I, I hate to say complaining. I just like to point out a lot of things about my specific marriage and my situation and my wife. And sometimes it's a, a caricature of, uh, you know, I pick out the, I pick out the stuff that's most beneficial to me because I think it's funny. Somebody asked me today who was like, Hey, you do a podcast. What's it about? And I used to try to give him like a paragraph synopsis, but I just go, it's like Kirby enthusiasm, but with audio. <laughs> I was like, that's it. That's all I gave him. And he's yeah. like, what do you mean? I go, just like the same. Like something little bothers you and next thing you know, an hour has passed and you don't know what happened. But add this part of it. that Which is also like making money. It's, it's like curb your enthusiasm, but one-sided. Because the other side where everybody else in Larry's world <laughs> yeah. representing the norm. Everyone that hates Larry. Is going like, dude, you're kind of, you're being crazy. However, I've said this before, I've never found him to be wrong. Now, as you go overboard, yes, but I, I feel like a lot, of, I'm with him. Yeah. With that, that being said, that is the um, beauty of it. It's like, well, that's, that goes out being said, but that is the beauty of it. It's like you're not wrong, but do you need to dig in? Right. Yeah. Well, so my mom uh, called me and once again wanted to take me out to breakfast this year, uh, me and her for my birthday. Just you and her? Yeah. So I woke up extra early this year because my mom took my wife out for her birthday, and they they did it, um, you know, in in town where I work, so that way I could like you know maybe take a, a early lunch Stop break and, 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 you know, but I ended up being busy, so I couldn't. So I will go on the record and say that my wife did extend an invitation to me for my mom to pay for me at my wife's breakfast. So that's on brand. So, uh, I got up extra early and was texting my mom all clandestine and like, and saying, Hey, we can meet here. We can meet there. But either way, if we wait too long, I'm going to wake the beast and we're all going to be going to breakfast together. That means you're my kids, my wife. And my mom's like, well, let's just, let's just meet in 30 minutes. Let's meet. And, uh, I went upstairs and my wife usually sleeps pretty heavy, but I think she was kind of expecting that my mom was taking me out to breakfast. So she was on alert. And the minute I cracked the door open, she's like, where are you going? Where are you going? I was like, oh, it's, you know, she's like, are you going to breakfast with your mom? And I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, my mom had said something about breakfast. I mean, I was thinking about going to breakfast and she's like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry too. I go, yeah, but it's, it's, it's for my birthday. Well, well, I'll pay for, I'll pay for me and the kids and uh, uh, that's fine. And I go, why would my mom, my mom wants to spend my birthday with me. And she's like, well, we like to eat too. Where are you going? And I was like, well, I'm, we're going to go to, um, She's your special Scramble. lady, and you're her little gentleman, and you're going to go to breakfast. <laughs> I said, I, I, we're going to go to Scrambled. That's my favorite restaurant. It's so good. Well, which one is it, your favorite restaurant? You know? give, them a, give them a dime. It's the one in... So then I switched it up, and I was like, I was just kidding, just to see what you say. I'm actually going to Jelly's, and she's like, they have Great Bloody Mary's, one of my other favorites. I'm like, actually, we're just going... We're going to go actually go to the first place, I said. Yeah, so. we're going to Speedway to get tornadoes <laughs> from those rolling things. So... I told her no. I said it was a breakfast for me and my mom only. Fast yes. forward to us all being there together. And um, is that considered a plan, Bush? If she jumps on after? Oh yeah, yeah. And then she told my mom, she's like, "Listen, I'll pay for me and the kids." It's not a plan. This is just ridiculous. It's not a plan. Bush is one that's premeditated. A, this a, is a new. When you find one that's happening and you attack it, that's a plan. What's eye. a plan? That's bush a plan for, the, for the new listener. For the new listener, a plan. Bush is when your wife or significant other could be a dude makes plans for you and that person and then incorporates you in those plans and then surprises you at the last minute and tells you that those plans are happening and you're part of them. Yes, okay. Now, if you have plans and they're not part of them and they just jump on and attack like a spider monkey, that's a plan's eye. 
other time. I like plans I. They gotcha. just jump. They just jump out of the closet. Gotcha. So she plans eyes you along with the yes. kids. Uh, so um, I love that. She's and just... she sat next to my mom on the far end of the table, and I was left next to my kids who were arguing about like their elbows touching and, and whatnot. So I think you had to end up with a woman that's that way. Like every time we talk about your wife or describe her characters, it's it's always like oblivious to the the small details that you focus on that you're like hyper vigilant about are the ones that she's clearly and obviously ignoring well, the other so thing it's is like, like that that yin and yang is good because you're focused on all these little details like why would this dude pick up his fork this way she doesn't care about anyone's fork and that person can stab themselves with it she doesn't care right, right. and so it's it's kind of beautiful well <laughs> The other part of it is, is like, I have to be thankful for the fact that I have a wife that allows me to podcast about this on a weekly basis and is like one of the, you know, first episode listeners every time. And usually doesn't, she, her critiques are never like, Hey, I can't believe you said that or whatever. She's just like, I don't like that song that you put there or, you know, a little too long on this bit, you know, (laughs) cause this is, I don't think it's peripheral. She's not like, you know, you have a wife and mom that listen. My, My mom, I take all efforts to make sure she doesn't know this podcast exists and I have for years and my wife knows and doesn't care but I feel like I could I could say a lot more I, you know no one's telling me what not to say but I feel like you ever I, wish she didn't listen so you could let loose my like wife yeah not my wife my mom yeah maybe yeah. <laughs> not, not my wife I mean yeah. my wife's pretty cool so you know whatever I want your mom to know that my vocabulary is a lot better because of her but the, well the thing is <laughs> My wife will be like, oh, I was walking around the store shopping and I was like laughing hysterically. And uh, one of my cousins at Christmas was telling me, she's like, hey, I, I went running. She d- runs marathons and she's like, I was doing, you know, I was out running training and I decided to throw on the podcast. And she's like, you know, I was listening for a straight hour while I was running. And I'm like, oh, I just fantastic. don't get how anybody would want to listen to that that knows me mm-hmm. and has to deal with me on a daily basis would also want to plug in, especially my wife. Yeah. Um, unless it was like a podcast where you were just beating me down and she got to, I think a lot of the allure for people that don't know us is like, I think Ben's like this and I like people like to hypothesize that's a word, right? Yeah. Okay. About what we're like or what we're about people that already know that's where the confusion lies for me. (laughs) Like if you don't know me and you think I'm X, Y, Z, you may be right. You may be wrong. Have fun figuring it out. But if you already know, I get why you wouldn't want any more of it. Yeah, for sure. I get it big. I mean, I have to listen to it back in order to edit and produce it. So you know, and you you don't have to. It's like sometimes I try to encourage. Like that old joke where the guy goes, "I come home and I found my best friend sleeping with my wife." And everybody goes, ooh, and he goes, and I says, Lenny, I have to, but you. That's how I feel about the podcast. That's a, like, great, that's a great comparison. Now, I heard you. <laughs> I would not see it. I have no interest in seeing it. I heard you uh, were very upset about uh, Jason Momoa. Let's talk about Cal Drogo. I, I know you wanted to. So Let's I, talk about I, Cal I'll Drogo, give you this one. Please. Thank you. Let <laughs> me give five seconds. The floor is yours. Cal Drogo. What's his name? Jason Momoa? Jason Mimosa? Momoa. All right, Jason Hawaiian guy. Don't you, don't you dare try to take anything away. I mean, it's a little desperate gonna, at this point. Is it? I mean, you remember back in the day when we used to be like, Kurt Cameron, that guy, he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he calls that feathered hair? Right. Curly. <laughs> he had the tight curl. All right. Well, but, here, here's, here's my issue, ladies. Listen up. Let's talk about equality. <clears throat> Let's talk about with the Me Too movement in full force. And I'm fine with a bunch of it, a bunch of them not fine, a bunch of it I don't care. That's fine. But in a day and age where it's like, 
hey, like super plus size models should be on covers and blah, blah. Okay, fine. Everyone's beautiful. That's great. Everyone's proud and beautiful and strong. If that's the case, tell me why every woman on the internet needs a oil drip pan underneath them every time someone mentions Aquaman, which is obviously the nerdiest, worst comic book character. If you're a kid that was into comics, even dude, Blaker, Santos, these people that I know, my brothers, people that really really looked at comic books, nobody read Aquaman, dude. So let's establish Aquaman ain't cool. That's that's fine. Let's but let's let's get back to the Me Too part. In that, I understand the guy worked hard. His diet was right. He probably hit the gym for a year straight. I get it. It's good. But but here's what I want to say. Have a minute. Get your posters. Get your screensavers. Click your mouse. Do what you got to do. Right. Look at Aquaman. Have a good time, and then shut up about it. Just, just let it go. Just be done with it. And this isn't pure sour grapes. She's talking about the guy who literally wants to get on top of Brad Pitt and Ryan Reynolds. I'm into good-looking dudes. I'm cool with it. I mean, you have gone on record about being into good-looking dudes. Get that drop. I'm cool with good-looking dudes, right? But every single, like, I swear, everyone on the internet is like, oh, let's go see Aquaman. Look at him with his shirt off. Like, I, he's got big muscles. I get it. Great. Like, honestly, he had to work hard for it, so I'm not a hater. But... Every woman that that doesn't like comic book movies and that is for Me Too is all of a sudden ready to just throw their saturated clothes all over Aquaman. So I'm saying... I also think it's funny how they have no problem like joking around him, him being... Dude. Even though they don't want to see it, have no interest in seeing it, won't see it. But they're like they make they take the time to make the comment to other girls like, what do you think we should go see? How about with the sound yeah. off? Yeah, like, yeah. Like the writer's pitchfork. Like do what you gotta do. <laughs> But I'm saying, here's my plan. I want, because I don't want to derail the Me Too movement, that's what we're going to do, but because I don't want to derail the Me Too movement, my plan is this. You don't want to spearhead that effort, but... I don't want to spearhead the effort, but should it get knocked back a peg, I think we'd all be better for it. And then continue the journey, but at a normal, normal pace. Here's my plan. Hopefully this will come out before Wildcard Weekend, right? Next Sunday? What's that? Football. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of good looking dudes in football too. I don't see you guys going crazy for that because they have uniforms on. But the, mm. the, let me get to the point. Whatever you got to do about Aquaman, I want you women to to concentrate your efforts and say next Sunday there's going to be wild card and playoff football all weekend. Right? Your husbands, boyfriends, husbands and boyfriends, <laughs> bring both. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody will be busy Sunday. So all you ladies. Set a world record for Aquaman. Everyone go see it Sunday. Let your men watch football and have a good time. You guys all go see Aquaman. But why go see Aquaman? Dude, elbow each other in the ribs while you watch it and be like, I'd like yeah, to get on it. Say all your jokes. But in this it. day and age, couldn't you just type in Google Jason Momoa hot picks and not have to suffer Aquaman? I'm for that if they want to get together and have like like I'm like, just helping everyone listen, save twelve bucks instead of doing bunko like get together and just print pictures of Aquaman and like I don't know like do whatever do you, you do now, to well, him. Let me ask you this: You remember how we made the argument before about like how can this be the same as this in regards to women? I mean, you made the argument. I I don't, I don't think I had anything. To what say was the about argument? How you were saying like how can this be considered 
uh, Gilbert Godfrey as a man and The Rock as a man. I mean, mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. just say that. Now, my argument was the same word for two obviously separate so, beings. So people forever like, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Maybe, maybe I'm still behind the times. You know, and maybe people don't think that about Leonardo. Oh no, no, DiCaprio I, I do anymore. that guy. But I'm wondering if Wait, they look at say? a Jason Momoa and they go like Leonardo, who? You know what I mean? Like, is that this? Uh, well, funny you mention him because he's notorious for not having a, a good physique. Right, like he's Leonardo. Just he's just, he's just so average. handsome and charming. Yeah. But right. every time they show him on a beach with a Victorian Secret model, he looks like a like a bloated <laughs> guppy, and it's hilarious. It's the best, isn't it? So, like John Mayer, riddle, the same thing. <laughs> but he plays a musician. That's a different thing. Riddle me this: Why didn't the ladies make all these memes and jokes when Deadpool came out? Is it because he didn't have that many pictures with his shirt off? Because Aquaman doesn't have long hair. Shirt? It's the long hair, dude. No, Aquaman never wears a shirt. If yep. Ryan if Ryan Reynolds was Aquaman, they'd. I mean, I uh, Ryan Reynolds is surely finds enough Aquaman. time to have his shirt off in every movie, and you know that because you are like the Mister Skin specifically for, <laughs> for Ryan dudes? Reynolds. If we, no, just for Ryan. If we went back and we pulled, you know, there's a thing. Well, you're there's the to scene in Van Wilder where he changes shirts. If we went back through the <laughs> through through the archives, we could dude, there's so much highlight reel footage of you just talking about Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, how you're jealous of Ryan Reynolds, they how are. Ryan Reynolds abs are great. Dude, so, they are. Okay. I'm just saying like the the smoky eyes and the dark hair of, he he look of Jason Momoa. Okay. That that that's where you and, and that's smoldering I, I, I this? I guarantee you that's what the, the chicks are gonna say because these guys are both ripped. But yeah. like Ryan Reynolds but is like, like lean. Like, he's like, like lean ripped. Huge. Yeah, Jason Momoa is more like like. Rustler. But it was Cal Drogo. He was huge, huge. Now he's like ripped huge. Right. Let's let's move on. Huh. So, I'm so just. But here, here's what I'm saying. I I want you ladies to be happy. I also want you to stop talking about Aquaman. <laughs> so so I have a plan. Next Sunday, everyone. Go spend some time alone. Take a bubble bath. Click the mouse. Do whatever you have to do. Just do it Sunday while everyone's busy. You guys get time alone with Aquaman. And here's the deal. After the football game is over, when 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 your dude comes home, he's not going to keep talking about, oh, you should have seen this pass. You should have seen this bubble screen. Oh, my God. I can't believe that the, the man-to-man coverage worked against the Steelers. So you also don't go, can you believe Jason Momoa's got a 15-pack? Like, well, just, this, isn't, this isn't, I just want to hammer down this point. This isn't pure jealousy. Because I've clearly gone on record saying I'm in <laughs> dudes with their shirts off. Just for some reason, the Momoa thing, mimosa thing bothers me because, like, it's just nonstop. I'm like, yeah, we get it. But, like, I don't feel like anybody was on this m- uh, mimosa train before. And now, like, when Cal Drogo came out, we didn't hear this. That's because only nerds were watching Game of Thrones. It's also because he, he sort of raped a Khaleesi. That, that's true, too. But she ended up falling in love with him after that. He raped her. So I think a lot of people. Yeah, I know, but I think. I mean, she got past it, and you know, whatever. Yeah, after a while, she wanted it. So well, uh, with that, I just and thank you for letting me get that PSA out there. No, no problem. If you guys take me up, listen, everyone will be happier. Who's going to lose in that that deal? Nothing makes me happier though when you see like these uh, comic book movies or Netflix shows that are just shit, just straight crap garbage, and everyone hates them because then I. Because then I just go like that's one I'd not have to suffer through. Like my kid is at that age where he's believing the hype. Like he'll hear other kids be like oh, that movie sucked, and he just he will just go along with it and won't force me to go watch them. Good know? thinking. 
Yeah, so I just waited out. Like he'd be like, "Dude, can we go see uh, Venom on opening weekend?" And I'm like, "Ah, maybe next weekend." And I just wait for the reviews to roll in. And he's like, "Yeah, I heard it was a waste of time." And then he'll do the thing where he goes like a month later, and him and his buddies just go to make fun of it. They just go to the theater and they Mm -hmm. they make comments to each other about Mm -hmm. how stupid it is. Oh, I'm I'm out. Oh, dude. Side note to that: Holmes and Watson. I heard it was terrible. Will Ferrell and um. Yeah, Wreck It Ralph. No, John C. Riley. Yeah, Wreck It Ralph. Will Ferrell and Wreck It Ralph are in Holmes and Watson, and I'm not saying that I won't see it. It's nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Nine. Is it the all-time lowest score? Nine times. Yeah, I don't know, but that's so bad. I would like to take because I'm in a crappy mood today and I'm punchy. I'd like to take this opportunity to say, all you fans of Step Brothers. Come the fuck at me, dude. Come at me. Because yeah, it's nine, not Step Brothers, though. Dude, the same duo yeah, you can't, made another like movie and it's nine percent. Lightning in a bottle. How, what is okay, what does Step Brothers have? I don't know. Yeah, they ain't no nine percent. But I know more than nine people that like it, and that's the problem. <laughs> well, whatever. I'm just saying like that movie's nine percent, and so I want to say, listen, these same ingredients, like in a slightly different form, ain't good. I like both these actors, but I'm telling you, when 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 you put both of them together, when you tell John C. Reilly to be funny with Will Ferrell, it's, it's not, it doesn't Not even really in Talladega Nights? Yeah, but okay. it, it was okay. good. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, well, I know I like know. to keep people uh, abreast. A lot of times people will say like, hey, you never got back to us on this story. You never got back to us on that story. One of the stories that you know people kept reaching out, and I think we touched back on it, was your, your cat. Were you going to find him dead somewhere in your house when you moved from your old house to your new house? You did not. Did you happen to unpack him in any boxes? Just for everything, everything, just about everything is unpacked. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's no cat. Okay. And the people that bought the house have not contacted us and said, "Hey, why did you guys leave a cat in the dryer?" That's always good news. Yep. So the other the other thing is, um, I've been mostly on like social media uh, <laughs> on my Snapchat. I've been videotaping me attempting to fix my treadmill because I refuse to run outside oh. and I refuse to run at the, uh, you know, on one of the 10, like 2018 treadmills at my work. And I just want to run by myself in my basement. And as you know, um, after I did the uh, couch to 5k a couple years ago, I was like, man, this is it. I love just, I love running, being on my treadmill. And so I've refused to let this thing die. So uh, the motor was burning up and I figured out that there was electric brushes in there that were possibly bad. So I switched those out and uh, couldn't get them back in right. So then I had to make some. I went to the hardware store and it fabricated my own and the thing started on fire. And it was You made a, your own brushes? Yeah. You it, thought that It actually work? worked. It worked. But I got, I literally got to 3.1 miles and then black smoke started pouring out so of the treadmill. So it didn't work. I mean, it worked long enough to turn the motor for you know, almost, a, you know, 5k worth of a treadmill still admirable so um you know i was calling around i'm like what do we do how do i get a new motor for this and this treadmill is 10 years old and uh unfortunately you know how it goes with this stuff they make they tweak it a little bit they change things a little bit so that way you have to buy a whole new treadmill but i've I never would, heard of anyone servicing a treadmill. i would not be swayed so I went on the internet and I got a, uh, a blown up, exploded diagram of the motor and the parts and everything. And I, I, there's like an e-replacement website for uh, treadmills and you fitness got some equipment. balls on you. So all in all, 
I found out that I could not replace the motor, uh, or I, I couldn't fix the motor because uh, just, I just couldn't get it to work, so I was going to have to buy a new one. Mm. $255 for a new motor, which I would still, I was arguing to my wife, I'm like, it's still way cheaper than buying a new treadmill. Yeah. All the rest of this stuff is in pretty good if shape. If you think you can install it properly. Yeah, why not? Of course I can. I took I the old one out, so I knew that I could put the new one in. I just don't know, man. So um, I take a lot of things apart. I can't put them back together. I just I just said, you know, before I do that, I found a place in, in Crown Point, Indiana, that has, a, that it, uh, it services electric motors, and I took the motor in there. I yanked it out of the machine, carried it in there, showed it to the guy. I was like, listen, man, I, I made some, I fabricated some new brushes. You know, just like you guys kind of do. And he's like, yeah, this this is broken. It's a piece of garbage. He goes, the brush is fine that you fabricated it, but the motor was, it's been garbage for a long time and it's probably going to burn your house down. So I said, all right, well, here, just take it and throw it in the garbage. You can keep it for scrap. I'm sure you get a couple bucks from it. And I left. Came back home. Was like, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet. Ordered a new motor. I was able to get it for like $225 with delivery and tax uh, from a friend of a friend. Thanks for letting me know. Exact same motor. And came, got the motor two days later, got rushed, was so excited, realized that I left the mounting bracket that they don't make anymore on the motor mm. <laughs> that I had taken. So now I have a $235 motor, no mounting bracket. They tossed it, I'm sure. So this was, the I think, the Thursday before the Christmas break. They were closed until the website. They were not answering uh, up until the 27th. So I had to wait on bated breath to find out if I was ever going to run on this treadmill again. And sure enough, I did get a hold of them, and they still had the bracket. So I drove back up there and got the bracket and put the whole thing back together. You did it properly? And I'm running on this treadmill. Good for you, man. It worked out. So for for any of you, this is that... that, that I'm impressed. That Another thing that got us this year, the David Goggins, the Jocko Willinks, the, yes. the, the unwillingness to give up. And my, my work partner, one of the cheapest people I've ever met, refuses to let anybody do anything for him. And that has just seeped into my my psyche. Him, Chaz, uh, my good buddy, um, they've convinced me that, you know, you could probably spend $5 and fix something rather than, you know, just most people are just going to be like, you know, it's just easier to get a new one. Well, we've discussed that a few times, man, the back and forth of it. Like sometimes it's like, how, what is your time worth to, to you? what end? To what end, and not only that, but how much is your time worth to you? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? And I if and if, if you're okay, and if doing it yourself gives you a sense of satisfaction, you go, it was a few hours and I'm good with it, then fine. Well, this was just a lot of hurry up and wait, and it was, I, I you know, my wife's like, why don't you just get a new treadmill? I just can't believe you were like, able to take a motor out and put it back in. Like, that's, yeah, dude, it, I, it really I don't wasn't, think I could do that. Yeah, it really wasn't that no? difficult. No. No. Sounds so. It's like changing, you know, uh, any parts on like a 1986 Monte Carlo. Just straight up take it out, swap it with a new uh, piece, and bolt it back in. It you went not. against the professional's advice, and you said, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I think everybody's pretty much like, you know, now you're going to put this new motor in, and, you know, one of the other things is going to break. And I mean, it's 10 years old. Like, I mean, how, how long do you expect this thing to last? But yeah, I told my mo- my wife, uh, I said, your mother bought me this, and she's she's no longer with us, so there's some sentimental value. When really, yeah. it was just me being extremely cheap. She wanted us to use this one and i was in it to win it and you know what if they didn't have that motor bracket i would have just had a 20 235 p- paperweight and i don't know what i would have done with it <laughs> yeah but sometimes you have to go with professional advice sometimes you have to go against it i went against it this week only it was concerning fire safety in my home and my children mm-hmm. but i said you know what 
I'm going with my gut on this one. I mean, have I seen uh, Manchester by the Sea? That movie with Ben Affleck's brother where he walks to the liquor store to get drinks and his, and his children die in a house fire? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I saw that movie. I'll not, answer my own question. mention that he was high on cocaine, too. Kinda. It might have been wearing off, but... Anyway. But he certainly... You know what? That's a factor. The I'll John get, Jones defense. I'll grant you that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I saw that movie, and it made an impact on me for a while, and then I... But here's my thing. I just didn't fall asleep with the fire going... So we had some... Uh, we had an inspector come by and look at my fireplace because ever since we bought this place, I was like, it's the same house I had before, but more money. And it's in Munster. Different zip code. Different zip code. But it's got, it's, but it's basically the same house. But it's got a bigger backyard and a fireplace. That's the kicker, right? So I say, Christmas, I'm, I want a fire. Oh, I mean, you can hang the stockings I don't care if care. I don't care if we all stab each other. Like Christmas Eve, you know, at the nighttime. I, I don't care if everyone in this house is miserable and no one gets presents. I'm going to have a fire, and when the cops come get us, it's going to be a roasting. You know what gotcha. I mean? So that was my plan, at least part of that. So I had a guy come out. He looked at it. And dude, he looked at it for like five minutes, charged me 100 bucks, and he was like, yeah, you got a couple cracks in your tiles up there. And I'm like, okay, a couple cracks, like that's... Like, can I still light the fire and make the smoke go out? The oh, top? dude! I mean, obviously, yeah. I was, well, I was like, yeah, there's a couple cracks. Like, I get it. I bought this house. It's not a brand new house. I'm assuming there's a few things here and there, but the people before me never said, "Hey, we can't use the fireplace," and we had the house inspected. And surely the inspector would say, "Hey, you have this awesome fireplace. It's not usable." None of that ever happened. And I go, okay, so what does that mean? He goes, well, technically I can't tell you it's safe if you have vertical cracks inside your chimney. Uh, there's tiles up there, whatever, you know? And so I was like, all right, you can't technically say it's safe. I get it because it's your job. It's like saying like when someone, like the brakes get low, right. you go, hey, they start to squeak, boy, you can't ride on these. You can, you can ride on them. Mm-hmm. You can give them a few fires. He 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 wasn't going along with. It. He's like, nah, it's just it's unsafe. But he didn't wink at me. But I felt like I knew what he was saying. He was saying like, he said it's unsafe. But what I heard was, dude, light the biggest fire you've ever had because you're excited about it. It's Christmas is coming. So I listened to me instead of him, obviously, because you know that's obviously. So uh, Christmas comes. We're so busy. The threat of our children burning is there. I don't make a fire. So uh, my new goal is before New Year's Eve, I'm making this fire. So the, the wife goes out the other night. I said, um, no matter what happens, I'm making this fire. I'm not going to drink. No cocaine. Not even going to get high. Nothing. We're going to make this fire. I'm not going to walk to the liquor store. I'm going to be right by. I had a big thing of water. And I was like, I know this guy said there's a crack. But dude, one crack. I don't know chimneys, but I know science. Okay, I know that. I know that smoke. I would argue that you know chimneys better than you know chimneys. (laughs) I know. Here's what I know. I know that where there's smoke, there's fire. Here's what I know. For years and years and years, since high school, me and my friends, my loser buddies, have been sneaking out to West Beach through Gary, parking our cars, trekking firewood up, and making fires. And who always started those fires every time? I'm glad you asked. Me. I started them every time. I was the unofficial fire king of Morton High School, especially circa 97, 98. You bet your ass. So I said, I know this guy says I have a vertical crack, but I know fire. I mean, most of us do. But I know. 
But I know fires, okay? So, yeah, there may be an ember or two that gets through to my house and my insulation. But I know fires. And here's what I know. I know heat goes up and I can my chimney's going up. So I set a fire. That's what I do. I get these, but but I don't. But I also forget that since I bought this house, I never bought like uh, tools, fire tools. I don't have a poker. Right. I don't have like tongs. I don't have nothing. A stoker, a poker. Stoker, a poker. I don't have a midnight smoker. <laughs> nothing. So I just get those little um, Duralog sticks things mm-hmm. that like they're like made of fire like, They're made of like cancer. Mm-hmm. I get those and I put wood like on old top. Old railroad ties. <laughs> yeah, I just get old railroad ties. And then uh, I go behind Chris Buckler's house, like I used to in high school, and just set shit on fire with fireworks. But no, I go and I go and I, I set these on fire, and I get a fire going. It's great until I, I realize, like, I look in the flue, and the flue's open. But dude, I don't. I still to this day, I don't know what I did wrong. I think it's the cold air coming down was meeting the hot air trying to get out. But the hot air that was trying to get out wasn't that hot because it wasn't a fire yet. It was just smoke. Mm-hmm. You follow, like, when you light logs, it's burning. There's a fireplace growing up. Very, very it's, not, it's not. It's not. Okay, I so agree. you did. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can help me out. Probably not. I didn't have a super hot fireplace to have enough hot air to force this cold air. Yeah, right. Like I said, I know science, okay? So just <laughs> but so I have a bunch of smoke, and most of it's just coming back out. Did you open the flue. It's open. Flu's open. I did check that. Flu's open. And my kids are going like, Ah, oh, Daddy, there's a lot of smoke down here. So I'm opening the windows, and I'm blowing on it. Eventually, a fire gets going. Pretty much all of it's going up. But for the first five minutes or so, I'm not going to lie to you, almost all the smoke was just going in my brand new, just remodeled, refurbished, like, basement. Mm. Refurbished is a stupid word. Uh, but I just got my basement remodeled. Just painted it. So my... <laughs> <laughs> brand new carpet everything smells like a fucking bonfire dude it's brutal now after that it was a nice fire I couldn't turn it so I only got about 15 minutes of fire before it just basically died out but I got my fire um, but the problem is now every time you walk in my house it smells like there was a house fire <laughs> so you had a you had a my parents did. your parents had a fireplace we had shag carpet too and it so Listen, I reached out to an inspector. I didn't care for his opinion. So you guys listen to the show. Hit me up on Twitter or Facebook, please. Let me know why my house smells like smoke so bad. Give me those cracked tiles. Don't answer for that. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, the, the cracked tiles are supposed to be... Okay, there's 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 two layers, apparently, of tiles. Now, if it goes through the first one, it could... Embers could get through. It could burn your house down. So they say. Right. I don't believe them. I just don't. But uh, so I had a fire anyways. My house smells like smoke. I was wondering, should I have done something differently? Or maybe did I need the stoker to keep blowing? The, did, I, did I need to like keep blowing the smoke up the hole, you know? Yeah. Chimney, um, as, they call, as they call it. Yeah, I don't know. That's but a long wait, story just to say that I don't listen to professionals either. <laughs> well, oh, uh, my Lord. So your kids like completely like their their little pajamas and hair and everything. You have to bathe them all. What did your, your wife say when she? My came kids home? are both doing blackface right now. <laughs> they look like little rascals. Like they're like they're like sit down. They look like those old Donald Duck cartoons. Like where they would just like check to see if they washed their hands. They would rub their hands down their face and there's soil on them. No, yeah, dude. Everything. Uh, my work uniforms. Everything. Like, I go to work smell like a bonfire. <laughs> I think I think chicks dig it. I. Heard your brother talking. I heard. 
I saw your brother talking on Facebook the other day. Uh, on the the very few times I check in, uh, I saw your brother having a a quite a quandary, uh, talking about how he did not know if it was time to alert his children or notify his. I think his smallest or one of his youngest kids that of the whether or not Santa was real or not. And I Santos? think the re- I, no Santa. Oh, he knows my, Santos is real. My kids call Santos, San, who is a listener of the show, a friend of the show. They call him Santos. Okay. It's, it's awesome. So, so Santa, Santa. So yeah, your brother was asking the uh, his Facebook fans at large to chime in and put their spin on whether or not, or their two cents on whether or not he should divulge the truth about Santa. And... Uh, I never, I didn't comment on it because I, I hate when I comment on stuff and then I have to hear a bunch of other people comment. I just care about what I have to say, so I don't want to, you know, constantly see people's stupid replies that are Dude, wrong. Dude, I get that. I get that big time. So, um, I just want to touch on this. My daughter, me and my wife decided that, you know, because we're not Catholic and we really shouldn't celebrate Christmas at all, uh, but well, our kids are spoiled. We've covered that, though. Yeah, we did. And you guys can. But my kids got everything they wanted uh, for Hanukkah, which was earlier in the month. And we always feel guilty. I guess we, we, we have this argument that, or not argument in our minds or in my mind, at least I just say, Hey, Santa doesn't uh, discriminate. He brings, you know, presents to all children, regardless of what your religion is. I agree. So we, my wife found a TV, uh, like a 65 inch television, flat screen television on like one of the, you know, black Friday deals, like a super good deal. And she wanted to put a TV down here in the basement for the kids, to, for my daughter's friends to come and be able to watch YouTube videos or whatever it is that they do. While they play with toys. Or so they could stay out of her hair and have a place down here because there's no TV. And usually they carry my wife's brand new iPad downstairs and they all they all huddle around an iPad. Ugh, while they watch Ryan's right. toys or whatever. They watch the YouTube family or uh, that other Nailed It, uh, the cake baking show. So with that being said, uh, we decided to go ahead and buy the TV. So... When my wife took my child to see Santa Claus, now this is my seven-year-old, obviously my 13 going on 14-year-old doesn't believe, uh, she told my daughter, we convinced my daughter strategically over weeks prior to her meeting with Santa that she wanted a 65-inch Emerson television uh, from Santa. Sure. And we convinced her that, you know, that's a really big present, but we know Santa thinks she's a real good girl, so, you know, she doesn't need a, a, a stupid toy. Yeah. But this would be only the the best kids would get a sixty five inch tele- flat screen television from Emerson. He didn't give it to she wanted a forty two inch. Yeah, but we also didn't tell her that Emerson is one of the low end TVs. However, you know whatever. Yeah. So uh, we kept on stressing sixty five inch flat screen TV from Emerson when you sit on Santa's lap, and we know Santa won't. You know the thing is, it blows my mind is these Santas that go to uh, you know that are, are wherever. They never tell the kid, like, and I don't know what I would do as a Santa, like, eh, I don't know, looking over at your mom and dad, don't think they could swing that, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. XYZ present is. They're usually like, well, see what we, I'll see what I can do. And that's, to me, that means, that's what we say as parents when you know you're going to fold and you're going to get him stuff. So the kid thinks that if she sat on Santa's lap, that's what Santa's going to do, right? Yeah, mom and dad look like a Westinghouse couple. So my my wife comes home and she says, I think our plan worked. So I asked my daughter, what did you ask for from Santa? And she said, well, I asked him for a 65-inch flat panel television from Emerson. <laughs> and then I asked him for an LOL Biggie pet. 
And I said, but you already got an LOL biggie pet. And she goes, yeah, but I figured <laughs> my, her brother, Logan, she goes, I figured the TV would be for Logan. So I wanted to be really nice and tell Santa, get a present for him since he didn't get to sit on Santa's lap. So he could have the TV and I want an LOL biggie pet. So Love it. now starts this debate of That's whether savvy. or not she already got one. So now I can't let her down though. So she ha- Santa has to get her an LOL biggie pet. Yeah. So now I'm screwed because it's either you give up that you, you basically go, listen, listen, Santa, it's bullshit. You know, you're not getting the biggie pet. Santa, I'm getting you the, t- we already bought that. T- you, you break it down or you don't. We decided that, uh, cause I'm a huge sucker and I just don't want to break her heart. If it was my son, it would have been broken. No, it would not even a question. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So I tell her though, I go, you know, I'm telling her, well, you know, I, I know, I know Santa was real big on that 65 inch Emerson. That's a big pull for Santa and he's got to set the whole thing up and it's going to be ready for you. I think. And you know, he's got other places to be. So I don't know if you get the biggie pet too. That's kind of being greedy. And we talked about being selfish and angel tree kids and giving it presents and <laughs> she wasn't coming off it. You're good. So the night before she's writing her card out and she's leaving cookies behind and she's like, man, I hope I get that LOL biggie pet. And I go, yeah. And then the, the TV, right? The TV. Uh, yeah. I mean, the TV is for Logan, but I mean, I, I want the, I'm hoping to get that biggie pet. Can I, a quick question. Yeah. When, <laughs> every, every time you guys talk about the TV, does, do you, does everybody involved always say the Emerson? Yeah. 65 inch Emerson. <laughs> so, uh, we wanted because we wanted her to know that not only did she get the TV, but she got the exact one it's she asked for. Right? My favorite part of the story. So she, uh, <laughs> I uh, like, let's say what day was Christmas? Ended up being on a uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. So like Thursday of the week before, I'm an Amazon Prime member, as most upstanding individuals are. I get You're on Amazon and I get a LOL Biggie pet. I'm like, you know, and then I get my ki- my son uh, a knee pad for wrestling. You know, and I'm just like that way he has something to open to, and my daughter doesn't think that. Santa doesn't, you know, just bring stuff for her. Right, right. He already is down with it. He's already agreed to help me set the TV up on Christmas Eve, so whatever. Um, Good man. So here it is, Christmas Eve day, uh, or the, excuse me, so Saturday, my pre, my the gift does not get delivered, and Amazon sends me uh, a note that says, hey, we can't, <laughs> yeah. we're not going to be able to deliver it because you didn't give us the code to your apartment, so unfailed delivery. So I get on the telephone immediately with the logistics. I'm like, I live in a house. I've always lived in a house. I don't have an apartment. Yeah. I don't know what the problem is. It's well, we need special directions on how where to leave it. Did I go, you tell him you weren't poor? Leave it on the porch. <laughs> it was like, well, clearly I was buying an LOL biggie pet. So I said, uh, leave it on the porch where you leave it every other fucking time. Like I don't know what the issue is yeah. here. And especially we're coming down to the wire here. We're coming Here's down a to hint. the wire. Same place as always. Yeah, there's no, there's not going to be any LOL Biggie Pets at the store. Okay? So right now, this is my only chance of getting this thing. It's the hot item. So they're like, okay, yeah, we'll try again tomorrow. I'm looking at the depot. Uh, it shows on the, the, the manifest that it's, it ended up back at 730 at night at, uh, at Gary at the depot, at the mail depot. So they're Eesh. like, we'll try to deliver it again tomorrow. And I said, here's my new instructions. And I put in there my phone number. Call me if you get confused. Maybe it's because I live in a new development and it's not geobasing correctly or whatever the case. You get close, I'll meet you somewhere. We got to make this happen. I like it. So we have to, I'm going to. No one can say you don't put effort into stuff. It's 12 in the afternoon. My wife is getting ready. She's making uh, uh, food to take to my her brother's for, uh, they we do uh, Christmas Eve at her brother's house. And it's like, you know, it's like 1202, or excuse me, 202. And my phone goes off, and it's Amazon. Hey, we just made a delivery. It's on your front porch. I'm like, bang, this is awesome. I go out on the front porch, open the door, no package. 
I go back to Amazon delivery. I look, and it shows a picture of the package delivered on a porch. That is not mine. <laughs> they give me a so, picture? Yeah. So now I'm, I run out to the street. I'm looking around for the delivery person who just took a picture of the package on my porch. And I realize, well, it wasn't on my porch, so they're probably not in my general area. So I get back on the phone with logistics, and they're telling me, hey, uh, you're going to have to um, probably get something. You know, we could give you a $5 coupon, but, like, once it goes out, we're not able to contact the people because the people that deliver on uh, that logis- this company's using, uh, because there's so many deliveries during Christmas, are just people that deliver for the holidays. It's like Uber for delivery. Yeah, but dude, you had this problem with cable too. I know, because so, of, because of the geobasing you know, for this, my neighborhood development. This, this doesn't happen in Munster. Well, in well, Munster, they go where they're supposed to go. So I come back in the house and I tell my wife, I go, "Listen, the biggie, we're not going to, the biggie pet's not going to happen." And she's like, "Biggie pet has to happen." And I'm like, "I know it has to happen." And I'm like, "What am I going to do?" And she goes, "Well, four o'clock, we got to be at my brother's house." So I don't know. Because you can get in the car right now and drive to Meyer. And I looked at her and I this go, "This is like Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger." It reminded me. You remember that that scene in Goodfellas where Henry is looking up at the helicopters and he's he's all coked out. Yeah, he's like, "I gotta go here. I gotta. I gotta I'm making spaghetti at the same time. I gotta pick up my brother. Yeah, and I'm driving over here. I gotta take guns to you know. This is exactly what happened to me. So like, I same got in the pressure. house and I yeah, I told my wife I was like, "It's gonna be a long day. I have to get my stuff together, uh, the, the presents, the kids, the family, put them in the car and drive them over to your brother's house by 4 p.m." In addition to that, I have to get on the phone with Amazon Logistics again, figure out why my package wasn't delivered at my house, figure out whose porch the picture was taken on, see if I could like match up the brick pattern, because it looks like it's generally my neighborhood, and find out, go oh, door to door and close. see that if maybe it's just a couple numbers off or whatnot. Oh. After that, I have to uh, abandon that plan because I know it's not going to work Wouldn't out. Wouldn't that be a killer if it's and, like a block away? And I have to drive to Walmart, Meyer, or somewhere to go get another Biggie Pet when there's probably not any left Good because it's the, it's the present of the year. You know what the answer is. Just steal other people's Amazon packages until you find out well Biggie. Well, I did go up on my neighbor's porch and I thought to myself, this is just not a good look if you're up there looking at labels on packages no. during the holidays. So I leave, I, I hurry up, put my shoes on, shut the door, start the car, head down the driveway, and sure enough, I see a, like a, it's like a special needs kind of bus truck thing that's delivering packages. And I go up to the girl. I'm on the phone with logistics. Logistics is trying to get my information. I'm talking to her. Hey, did you deliver a package? This is my name. This is my address. The person on the phone's going, who are you talking to me? I'm going, no, I need you to hang on for one second because it's taking me 10 minutes to get to you. But I'm talking to a driver here. So I talk to the driver. She's you got going, the driver of the LOL. Well, she's going, I'm not I'm not the one that delivered to you. Jeez, There's like four God. or five vehicles in this area right now. And she goes, in fact, um, what's the name? What's the address? I'm giving it to her. The person on the phone said, sir, are you tell- I already know your address. What's the number? It's crazy. This sounds terrible. Just so finally, she drives away. She's like, I'm not your person. They tell me on the phone, listen, there's nothing we can do for you right now. What we can do is give your preferred customer for your hassle $5. And I'm like, you just killed Santa. And $5 ain't going to cut it. Santa, there's no excuse I can make. It has to be here today. And they're like, yeah, there's nothing we can do about it. The best thing we can do is, you know, maybe refund your money. So So I drive to the Meyer, And I'm walking around the store looking for an LOL Biggie Pet. And I realize I don't know what a fucking Biggie Pet is. Like a fool. I have no idea. So there's a display rack with, you know, seven or eight knocked over LOL things that are everything but a Biggie Pet. So then I have my wife on FaceTime. And I'm like, which is the Biggie Pet? 
And I call her, and she's like, put me on FaceTime. And I'm like looking, and I'm like showing her that, nope, that's not it. That looks kind of cool. What's that? I go, oh, listen, I'm here for the Biggie Pet because that's the one she asked for. I cannot bring anything home but the Biggie Pet because Wouldn't you rather Santa's not going to tell her. Santa your, builds toys, right? Wouldn't you rather just set a fire in your basement and let it all go? <laughs> Santa builds toys. He, there's no time where he's going to go like, I know you asked for the Biggie Pet, but I was thinking maybe you'd like this a little better. No, you asked for this, what you get? So I'm running around the store, and finally, at the last minute, on the top shelf, I see three Biggie Pets. And I ask my wife, I go, hey, is this a Biggie Pet? She says, yes. And as I go to get it down, here's a bunch of other people that run up, and I'm holding two, and I go, I don't know which one I want. And this lady goes, well, I'll tell you what, whichever one you don't want, I'm taking. So make your decision, because I need a LOL Biggie Pet as well. Did you elbow her? No. Uh, So I told my wife, I made a, a decision, I'm getting the white Dalmatian, gave this lady the other one. Got out of the store and uh, got home, was able to sneak back in and without my kids knowing, go to my brother-in-law's house, do the family thing, come back home, put my daughter to bed, me and my son put the TV up, then I had to wrap all the other presents along with the Biggie Pet, woke up in the morning, daughter was super excited, cookies were eaten, Santa read her note, opened her Biggie Pet, put it in the basement, has not played with it also, no one gives two shits about the TV I put down. No, no, no. So I put my treadmill in front of it. So I tied the two stories together because guess what? I got a treadmill and I got a TV to run while you know while I'm, while I'm on my treadmill to look at. So. so don't use Amazon anymore. Fix your own treadmill. Quickly, though, in short, I will tell your brother, you got to keep the Santa thing alive. First. You cannot take the innocence away. You got to. And I told you, did you sign up for the daddy-daughter dance? About, this isn't like with Jesus, okay? <laughs> like my my brother's a very like, you know. Yes. Avowed atheist. That's the right word. Uh, devout. 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 Yeah, that says the wrong word. I knew it. Uh, my vocabulary blows. Um, yeah, he's very big on just being honest with them. I take a little well, more honest. He's real big on his forcing forcing his opinion on them. I don't know. Negative. He's about forcing facts on them well, and science. Hmm. No, okay. not one. Well, go ahead. No, not really. All right. Uh, yeah, but no, he's basically going, here's what people know, and here's mm. what people think. Here's what people believe. Fine. Uh, I'm a little more roundabout. I just go like, yeah, like my mom loves telling the Jesus manger stuff, and I go, yeah, Nana says this and that, and that's great. And <laughs> when you're older, if you ask me more about it, I'll tell you what, you know, what doesn't matter. Like, I, I'm, I'm more, I'm less aggressive about it, I guess. But as far as Santa, um, it's okay to lie. To them about that for as long as you can. My yeah. my dad used to tell me that the little the, you, you ever see like in the back of a forty eight foot semi trailer, there's little tiny doors. There's a big there's two doors that mm-hmm. fold in like bifold doors, and then there's a little door, yeah, like a small one, maybe like two and a half by two, something like that. You mm-hmm. know, my dad told me until I was at least eleven, <laughs> that little door was because those trucks were full of bees and bees don't need a big door. And so you open that little door and so bees fly out because why would you need a big door for bees? They're obviously small. So a big door or a small door will suffice. Uh, I was probably in sixth grade before I was like, oh man, you know those trucks full of bees, guys? And like, bees? What are you talking about? I was like, yeah, you know, there's the little doors for the bees. And they were all like, it wasn't until like, I was 11. So the point is, like, it's okay to lie to your kids. It's well, okay to. It really is. People go, like, tell, tell the truth to your kids about important stuff. Stuff that's going to blow over, like Santa and bee trucks. Dude, lie away. I told, now, again, I don't know if you saw me. It's a life lesson, man. Or if you followed through. 
I invited you again to the daddy daughter dance. Is it uh, too late? In February. I don't think it's too late yet. No, I, I'm going to get in on it because I'm not a Highlander anymore. So. But I was telling you, I sent you uh, this uh, every time at the Daddy Daughter Dance, they play this song, Butterfly Kisses. Yeah. And I sent it to you, and you're like, that song is hokey. I was hoping it's totally we'd... hokey. <laughs> and I yeah. go, but here's the thing I know it's hokey. Listen to it. I did. I, I did. I cannot listen to this song without bawling. It is my kryptonite 100%. <laughs> what, what song are we talking about? I don't, I mean, I don't. You're talking about the song called Butterfly Kisses. Right. It's a country, country song. By some guy. Yeah. You'll know it. It's Butterfly well, it'll Kisses. Be, it'll be playing yeah. while we talk about it right now. So this song, yeah, you th- sent it to me. This song right here, I sent to you. You, said, the guy who's out. always like, dude, Gigi Allen dude, and shit. Like, you sent me this song and I was like, what, dude? What's going on? Yeah. And I don't know what it gave you any context. I think it just sent you the song. You're like, yeah, I've heard of it. Just, you go to the song they play at every, like, father, son, or father, yeah. dance. Yeah, every wedding. Yeah. Yeah. It, I can't handle it, dude. I cannot handle it. In fact, my she wife jokingly played it in the car yesterday when we were we went out for my birthday, me, just me and her. And I started crying. Just are tears are streaming down my face. I can't handle it. Now, I cannot the, handle it. Now, can you not handle anything? I'm curious. No, to that's me, the only thing. But I'm curious to know if you can't handle that concept or songs no, like it's that. No, just that, that song, the sentiment. That's, I know the sentiment, but a lot of songs have that sentiment. Yeah. Like, that, there's a song that goes like... I don't want to know about it. There's a country song that goes like, I had her first or something. Yes. Yeah, and he's like talking... <laughs> I don't know, no, I, I don't know about that song, but I'm just telling you, like, I cannot handle it. There's a song like that where he basically says, like, I'm giving you away to whatever this good man but just I want you to know that I have her first she was mine first she was mine well, my wife girl. played another one oh, I'm gonna but like <laughs> where it was some it was a female singer and she was singing a song basically like telling the husband like hey you were a rough neck remember back in the day like we can't stop her from loving this dude and remember that one point it was me mm, loving that's you that's not the same though right? no it wasn't and then my wife played butterfly kisses and I literally <laughs> dude it was my, I, I was wearing fingerless gloves and my it was Why dripping okay Someone got I'm, I'm still the hipster, though. I'm still no, the hipster. they were like mitten, the mitten ones. Yeah. A little more that is, that better? <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it was sopping. I, I was, I, and I wasn't crying. Like I wasn't like uncontrolled. Just tears were coming out, and I was laughing. Like I cannot believe turn like, this goddamn song off. It's like, just like a chemical reaction. I cannot handle it. I cannot handle. <laughs> if I heard the elevator version of it, I would break down. Like the music version just comes on. You know how like they, what like, do? What if sometimes Scott, what if Scott controls? Stapp was singing it? He's no, like, Butterfly Kisses. No, it's no. like horrible. But no, you know, but, the, but you would still cry, the, and I would get Scott Stapp, and you cry at the same time. It'd be the best day that ever happened. Those bubble machines, like in foreign countries, when they have riots <laughs> and they shoot bubbles out, and the crowd's like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And they're just like chilling out. This is beautiful. That's how this is to yeah. me. Like, you could, I, <laughs> it will crush me. I cannot handle it. It's funny that it's that specific one. Like, I, do, I can't handle um, that sentiment anymore. It's weird. Like, as you get old, I hope it's not like testosterone deceiving out of me or something. But I can't handle, like, anything to do. But but it's not just my daughter. It's both of them. It's funny that you're like... Well, your kids are so close in age, though. Yeah, yeah, Remember, my, I have a seven-year yeah. gap. So my son, I, when I had a brand new baby again, my son was already, like, gap. you know, seven, eight. He was helping out. He was just more... Just not the same. Yeah. Yeah. True. But, but, dude. I, but, but you know what happens to me, though, is that, like, I'm, I, I'm with you, and I feel your sentiment, and I get it, because there is that father-daughter thing is there's nothing you can do about it even if you're hard as 
is shit till the end. It doesn't you just you can't control it. But being that, but here's I don't know why it doesn't bother you because you like music a lot too. But but just like having written music and really like deconstructing music when I listen to it, the douchebaggery of the production of that song is enough to distract me from the sentiment of my Not daughter. Me. Not me. Because I hear it and I go, I go, I miss my baby girl too. I go, but come on with all the major bullshit and does he need the strings? You know what I mean? Like I hear the production and I go, you use the most obvious example for a daughter's love. Like yeah, to me, it, it feels pandering because I get into like the guy's mind of who's writing the song. Right. The sentiment alone is enough to make my eyes water. But when I think of this guy messing with that message, it it's just enough to where I'm like, I don't well, like it. Well, I'll tell you what. You're harder than I am because I cannot <laughs> handle it. I can't handle it. In ah, fact, when I put it I in it. when I put it in the post, I'm gonna put it in after, right before I save the episode and <laughs> You don't want to hear it all the no, way through. I cannot hear it. You're just gonna I can't su- do it, dude. You have to assume that the volume settings are correct. And my wife laughs, but I'm like I'm I can it's <laughs> and again, like I said, I'm not like weeping. It's just tears are pouring out of my eyes because I'm thinking like I already at the daddy daughter dance when they make you they'll be like, all right, dad, just one last dance. Let's wrap it up. And they play that yeah. song. And it's like you. What? But Why? you know, but you know what the thing about that is, though. I feel like that is such an um, I, like a, I'd probably rescue one of those do- was one eyed dogs from the Sarah McLaughlin commercials if they put this song in there instead. Yeah, yeah, this that yeah. You'd all of a sudden like, hey, like if your wife wanted you to cook breakfast for everybody, you're like, I'm staying in bed. She'd be like, butterfly kisses and pancakes and Sarah. Be like, I'm making breakfast. But but the I the thing about it is like the daddy daughter thing with the dances and the like. By the time my daughter's six now, she's caught on. She gets it. Like the idea is ubiquitous. It's everywhere. Everyone knows the daddy daughter thing. She already knows it. She gets it. She knows how to push those buttons. Oh, for sure. She'll tell me like, oh, damn, your girl. Like when she wants something. So that little bit along with the songwriting is it feels a little forced. You, you, no, don't, you don't get that way with your kid, with your boy? No. And what about when he was like six? I mean, I don't remember, man. I, it's just. But, it's, but you obviously you would remember if there was like one song that like or some idea. Because see, with my boy, I get that with him the same way because boys have this thing where they, like when my son gets hurt, he'll try to look tough. He won't want to cry in front of me. He'll want to look tough. And his like lower jaw will come out like mine does. Like when I get hurt or mad, his lower jaw will come out and he'll like tremble his lip. And like, and if he's, he wears like little tank tops, like wife beaters, mm-hmm. he'll be, he'll look like me. He'll like have a wife beater on and like put his jaw out and be like, no, I'm fine. I'm not going to cry. That is like the same for me because that is the same sentiment, but without any um, uh, encouragement or any uh, influence. There's no saturated uh, guy with dusted hair with strings behind it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like, I guess, triumphs more so. Like, I I can... uh... I can okay. I correlate the feeling of like you know being like really good, at, happy about being good at wrestling or wrestling well. Like or, if he was skipping rope to Hearts on Fire, yeah. that might do it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. I just I have it with my daughter, but I think I have it so often and so intensely that like I'm aware of it, and she's aware of it, and it sort of takes a little bit of the piss out of it. When my son does something and he doesn't know he's doing it, 
and we have like that little connection thing, then I go, yes, okay, see, but that's legit as 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 it gets. My daughter plays hard to get, so she's not as like she's oh. she's real sassy. So like it's it's not as. When she same thing when she wants something you know she cuddles up and she's this and that and the other thing but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know what a huge fucking pain in the ass she's gonna be as she grows up because I know her I know her mother she's so gonna I, have to go to at least three restaurants every birthday I told you like dude she last year was <laughs> six years old she's six years old and we moved into this house she picked the room she did because she's like well when I have a boyfriend and I need to sneak out this is because I'll be able to get down the roof and I'm like this, this is not this is not. <laughs> This is learned behavior. This, all right. Trust me, my wife's not climbing out any windows and jumping down. I'd love to see her. Do you think that's all nature? Well, she's just not very uh, nimble <laughs> on her feet, so I, I feel like I'd find yeah. her like broken neck on the front porch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're not, uh, wrong. You're not wrong. Anyway, so what what do you see? What do you foresee in 2019? What are you going to be doing differently? Oh You're going to be God. eating chips. My mom was like, Dude. oh, you know, Ben pretty much made it the whole year without eating chips. Like, well, I, I don't know. I don't know if the jury's Dude, in I made that. it eight I, months. I, I, you say you did. You know, you know what? And then we had a debate whether or not what was chips. My wife goes, well, are pretzels chips? I go, I don't know. Are they chips? No. No, they're, they're not. not chips. Chips are chips. Is popcorn chips? No, that's popcorn. Nope. nope. So I said, how about, she goes, a tortilla, tortilla chip. That's a chip. That would qualify as a chip. For chips counts. Yeah. So that's tortilla how we do that. Count. So uh, what, 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 let me ask you this, though. What are the, um, like, Chiefs Puffs? No, that counts because it's just straight okay. up like junk garbage. Okay. Like that counts. That goes into the garbage category. No, this year, dude, what changes are going to come? Holy moly. Nobody knows that. That good For gray. you. I'm come, not talking about. Yeah, I know. Like, you know. I know. For me. Like what is your. Fuck, are you kidding me? Uh, uh, it's, okay, look, I'll say this. Like I almost never drink pop anymore. I haven't in a while, but that's a good thing, right? You can like, up beer too? No, huh? No, God, no. sneak that one in. No, there. but I don't drink. I <laughs> sounds, sounds like I'm an alcoholic. I don't drink beer for no reason anymore. <laughs> is that is that is that? Yeah, that sounds bad. But I used to be like, hey, I'm home. I have a long day at work. I have a beer. I don't do that as much anymore. I go if now I'm, it's with purpose. If I'm out with friends, yeah. Now I'm Frank the Tank. Like in, with in, with bad intentions, I drink, which is I think is better for everybody. Um, health wise, I think I'm gonna run more. I ran a bit in 2018, but I think I'm going to I'm going to do some of those like savage races and those weird things like that. But this year, um jeez, man. I don't know. I guess I got another week to think about it, but uh I've been pondering this and I don't have the answer to this question. But as far as like 2018 was like shut up, be quiet, do your job, get after it. And I kind of did that a bit. I started jujitsu. I did a lot of things. I run a lot. I work out a lot. I do these things where I go, it doesn't matter if you want to do it, just do it. Um, 2019 might be a little bit more the year of Ben. But here's but I run into this because I'm a shame-based dude. 2018, I was very disciplined. So it equals freedom, as Jocko says. What he doesn't say is it doesn't really equal happiness. You were disciplined in 2018? Dude, kind of. Shit. I mean, oh, I had a few <laughs> issues with cars and whatnot. But yeah, listen. Oh. <laughs> I was pretty disciplined in 2018. Okay. Here's my problem is when I let loose, I really let loose. You did loose. lose your watch in a mosh pit at 38. That was an accident. Okay. That I mean, okay. that could happen well, tomorrow. You're in a mosh pit. I don't know how disciplined that is. Well, what's not disciplined? You're advanced age. I don't know. All right. So my point is, I don't. I think I was pseudo-disciplined, and I don't think that it brought me happiness. So I don't. 
my my big question for 2019, and this goes for listeners too, how important is it to be happy and what's it worth? Okay. I'm, I'm not, uh, I guess we'll leave that up to interpretation. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Like what I mean is like. It's very important to be happy. Otherwise, what are you, what are you, what are you doing it for? Well, we do a lot of things we don't want to. I do yeah. a lot of things that aren't for me. Yeah, I do everything that's not for ancillary me. But ancillary stuff. And that should ultimately make you happy. If not, you're in the wrong situation. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I just I just mean like it was always about like be disciplined, get after it, do do your job. I'm doing that. I don't know if that's making me happy. So I don't know. 2019, I got to find out. I got to find out what makes me happy. I got to feel disciplined and happy. Does that make sense? Yes. Sure, absolutely it does. I don't know if they correlate. I feel like uh I really I really uh came out of my out of my shell this year and was a lot, lot oh, friendlier than I've ever been. You're a full-on butterfly. You were you were in a cocoon. No. <laughs> yeah. And so uh I'm going to continue I think I need to float again, but again, I'm afraid it'll go dude, it'll reverse the other way. Dude, I was saying the same thing. Let's buy a pack cuz I I I'm I'm itching to go to float 60. Itching. I, I definitely want to float again. Um, if you had if you had to retrospect 2018, if you had to look at your year in a mirror and go like, all right, dude, I'm into foo-foo coffees and floating. Like, what do you think of it? What do you, What is your judgment? What's your opinion on it? Like, is it cool that you drink that foo-foo coffee? Is it Yeah, because, idea? I mean, I think, again, from that, I, I was able to uh, stick to my diet because I had something to obsess about over rather than food yeah that i was consuming what about drawing on chalkboards or whatever chalkboards keep skateboarding remember you're gonna keep skateboarding I, I skateboarding again uh no <laughs> probably not no i'm just i i feel like uh the garage you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make it to the skate park probably well as for much oh, as mountain biking mountain biking for as as much as trash as people talk about people getting into new things and trying new things uh, isn't it? I'm just trying to relive old things. Really, I haven't really tried any new. Yeah, things yet, well, going back. Floating. To, I guess I like to leave podcasts on a on a good note. Recently, maybe I'm stealing that from a weird time recorded, but I like to leave them on a good note. And as far as I've tried a few new things this year, some of them worked, some of them didn't. Isn't it better to try something new, even if you're too old to do it or it's not for you or that's not your you're not that type of person isn't it better to just try it and be like ah, i either know or i don't you yeah. know what i mean there's a lot to be said very for just anthony like, bourdain of you yeah yeah i don't know i, don't I really mean watch i, I that think guy, that, i think he that, seemed pretty cool I until he that, died <laughs> i think that's the way i think that's the way to do it um like isn't it cooler to be a late bloomer that just gets down and is happy and does what he's doing, but it's like, hey, it would have been cool if you did this at twenty, but since you didn't, I'm glad you're doing it now. You, you know what go, I mean? You only go around this crazy world one time, so might as well try it now. And now you go, like you doing jujitsu now. It's like, yeah, would it have been way cooler if I would have done this when I was twenty? Because yeah, I'm not good. I'm never going to be good. That's not the point. But even if you started when you were twenty, the chances. I mean, what's good for you to compete in the UFC? For you to compete in in you know Pancrase or yeah, like what, some what, other kind what of, color belt means you've done it? Or you're I think, there. I think you're just going through the process is, is what it's about. So you for know, me, it's about the humility. For, for people that like it go really like, "Hey, is. I'm going to start," and this is a big like. I think Instagram really kicked this off. Where people, it was CrossFit for a while, and then it was, I don't even know, uh, parkour and all these different things. Where people <laughs> people started to like look at. I mean, cool. At 
instead of wearing stupid little bowler hats and, and beards and tight t-shirts for dudes, uh, chicks were like really big into fitness. Every Instagram feed is like a, you know, uh, Jenny fit and Lisa fit yeah. and, you know, and everybody's, uh, you know, I don't know, balancing on a basketball and, you know, doing all kinds of crazy stuff yeah. on Instagram and getting super in shape, getting hit with wiffle bats. Yeah. So the, my, my point is, um, all that's good stuff. You know, everybody, all those people are getting into great shape, but I don't think that none of these people are going to be Lou Ferrigno or, you know, or, uh, um, Ronnie Coleman or anybody that's, if, you, if that's what you're getting into it at 30 years old, like I, I'm really going to take, take the bodybuilding and you think you're going to compete on the level of like, I mean, it's just an anomaly. I just want to shame other people. Well, that's it. I, I, I do a lot of talking <laughs> to this. I, I talk to my son about this all the time where I'm like, when we got done with the wrestling season, wrestling starts again. He's going to start going to this camp in like January and he's got to get ready for high school. And I was like, Hey, as soon as wrestling's done, you need to start this other wrestling camp like the next day. And then he was like, eh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take a break until January. And I was like, right then and there, I was telling him yesterday, I was like, you know, that's just not, this isn't, you are passionate about it. But you're not as passionate as some people. That's the difference. It. it is. That's the difference. And I said so. But how do you can't? But you when put I said in somebody. No, I didn't. And I didn't. Well, I didn't say anything to him the entire month of December when he was talking about how he really wants to do this and that. I was like, hey, you've already missed a month. So that's the difference between a world champion and you listen to some of these guys talk. You watch the documentaries and these guys. That's all they did. I wouldn't want that for my kid anyway. Oh, Lomachenko did ballet for how long? I mean, these guys are they're machines. They're they're geared one hundred percent to do this and, and this only. Um, yeah. We watched one on, on on Dan Gable and it's like this guy's in class in college and he's like shooting singles like while the teacher's walking around. He's like you know <laughs> blasting a single on a desk and it's like what you know that's a bit much, but. He had no personal life. This is what he did. You know, he yeah. was in the gym. He, like, between classes, he would run over and, like, you know, do the peg wall at the gym or whatever. And it's like, that's why he's the greatest to probably ever wrestle, you know, get on the wrestling. That's why Michael Jordan's a jerk. It is what it is. He's a, he's a bad person, right? So that's what I was saying, like, when you go, like, well, I started jujitsu, but I wish I would have started it earlier. It all comes out in the wash because ultimately, once you tell yourself, like, hey, I'm doing this for me, and it's just about, learning something new and being more worldly and because otherwise why you know you tell people 100%. i always tell people hey you know what you should start doing this year is reading or and or listening to books however you want to consume books 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 yeah. on all subjects and people go i don't have time you do have time it's you choose how you want to spend your time you do have time you could figure out if you like i said you could listen to books while you drive yeah instead of listening to the radio you, all that it, there's a way to get it in you so it's like What's if people go? Why, why do I want to read a lot of books? So I want to be the smartest man on the planet? No, but I mean, there's it, it's just growth. If you once you stop growing, what's the point of any of it? Then you just become you know. Good point. Then you're hanging. You're 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 hanging out at a dive bar. So uh, 2019 five a week. Move forward at least somewhere. Start today. Every day, right? PM. That's what they say. That's what I say. Yeah, no, I mean, look, even even the little, the little tiny, growth forward are good, dude. Like I said, I still, I don't, dude, I don't, I don't know, I don't even know enough to know about jujitsu to know that I don't know it. Like I literally get on top of a guy and I'm like, I, I guess right now a good person would choke him out, but I don't know what to do. But when I got my very first tap, it felt good. It felt good. Definitely doesn't feel good. Oh, dude, because I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing, 
but my instincts at least, and I remember something this guy said, and this guy was as bad as me. And, uh, all right, good. Like I said, that's a natural progression. So I'll get choked out the next nine times, but I got one, so fuck it. And then eventually that'll be two. It's no different than weightlifting or running a little bit further. Right, yeah, you can lift 100 pounds, lift 105 next time. You know what? Maybe one day we'll be motivational speaker. Maybe this will turn into, you know, something positive where all these mistakes. Probably not. It'll probably be more like an idiot abroad. Maybe next week I'll tell women to stop watching Aquaman again. I just stopped worrying about it. <laughs> Again, man, I don't even... When you say, like, oh, I hear all these women just... I haven't seen one woman say one thing. And, and I keep telling you this, like, your feed, the people you choose to follow is why it's you're seeing what be, you're seeing. Dude. Because I have no idea. You were talking about earlier, you go, yeah, can we stop seeing... What was it? Hipster coffee oh, dude, vape shop a guy wearing A guy wearing a MAGA outfit got into a dispute with a, oh, is that with the, a clerk. Uh, make an America, outfit? Make America, he had a shirt and a hat. Okay. So just a shirt and a hat. And Make America great again. Yeah. The mega thing. Uh, the clerk of a vape shop was like, get out of here. You and your racist and your racist president. I'm not taking sides. I don't give a shit. <laughs> both, right. Seriously. Like, fuck both these guys as much as possible. <laughs> I, at all. I don't care. Uh, but he didn't want to serve the guy because he didn't like his hat and his shirt. And by the way, who knows what the guy said before he recorded. Right. He could have been like, Trump's my president. You're a do-. I don't know. I, and I don't know. I mean, I else. feel the same way when guys walk in with a Cubs shirt and a Cubs hat. It's like just, just one, just uh, to be subtle. Yeah. But anyway, go forward. So the guy comes. They were arguing. The guy was like, "I don't want to sell you stuff." Um. And so, like, there was an argument. And the guy was like, well, "This is my rights," and blah blah, and call Fox News, and I'll tell them how. The guy wanting to buy shit was a douchebag. The guy selling stuff was a triggered douchebag. Well, let's bag. remember, one guy's buying vape stuff and the other guy's selling vape stuff. Right. <laughs> right. There, but there. I saw this video posted and usually by a, a more right-wing guy that was like, look at this. Like, so, this, okay, look that's how what I was going to ask look, you. Who look, was posting it? Look how triggered this clerk right. is. The guy was just wearing a hat and a shirt and that's all it took to set him off. Maybe that's true, maybe it's not. Yeah, but like but you why said, are you cares, filming it? Either why way? are you filming it? Why? How did you know that? And it's like, it? oh, I'll sue. I'll call corporate. I'll sue you. And I was like, fuck both of you guys so much. Like, st- stop vaping. I think this shit comes to an end in 2019, though. To be to be real honest, like all these movements. How all could the, it, like, dude? How could Andy. it? Well, one thing I was thinking of earlier too. I was like, you realize, like, if and when you take Donald Trump, uh, he's no longer the president. However that happens. And another election comes around and, and there, let's just say Bernie Sanders or whoever else. So you're saying uh, Trump will do his four and somebody else. Yeah, okay. that, that, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. But so, dude, that's two more. But, but then 2019 is not going to be done. I'm just, I still think it's going to be you're done. You're going to have a residual I think, I think people year. are just going to resist it and that's going to go away. But I'm not, what I'm saying is, is even on the larger scale, when Trump goes away, however that happens, Everybody is so dug in, and I'm not going to belabor this, but... No, it's the worst. The minute, Both sides the the worst. minute somebody comes in that is another party besides of the Republican Party, and the Republicans are now on the outside, and the Democrats have a president a person Just 180, in, same thing. But it's it's never been to this level. Now it's going to go back the other way, and it's like, no matter what this person does, we're going to like you know have something negative to say. And that's why I just tune it all out, because... I still, since Trump has been the president, and I, maybe this is myopic and it's specific to me, I wake up every morning, I go to the bathroom, I go to work. Sometimes I stop at coffee yeah. cabin. Sometimes I stop at windmill. Sometimes I even go all the way to steam whistle. I get a coffee. <laughs> I do my job. I come home. My kids fight. 
I pay my car payment, I pay my right. house payment, and then I start that cycle over again. Got it. No, I got it. I'm you know what I mean? So Sometimes I get up and I go to your bathroom and I pee. Nothing has changed. And I go to nothing, your coffee pot and I get coffee. Nothing has changed. People complain about, hey, we were supposed to get a wall. I thought you said they were paying well, things for it. Have, like, things, oh, things, now other but, people are going to have to pay for it. But that's not entirely true. Things have I said, changed. for me. For you. Yeah, yeah. For okay, me. Okay, yeah. Okay, uh, and I represent pretty much yeah, middle big, America. Big yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. so so like- even the things that people are changing for, and then people go like, well, because he's a president, it's making people think it's more okay to be racist because you put up five mm. videos on the internet. And I go, you, I mean, that's five videos. There's millions of people. I mean, that's, it's one incident that somebody, and you, like you said, it's funny. All of a sudden there's a video camera there. Why is there a video camera here? Why is there all, just, when just have every time stupid, something goes down. Have argument in private. Because people do that. They set up those arguments and then they film them so they can be famous. It's, yeah. it's just stupid. So well, that's what I'm saying. Like you're just seeing more and poor people. And I think what's I must gonna, be what, following the wrong people. What's going to, what what's going to burst the bubble is going to be a comedian or some sort of, um, you know, musician or somebody like that. Who's just like so outrageous and like i don't like a dice clay or somebody who's a george carlin you know that's just like hey bill burr you know joe rogan whoever it is and just more and more people are gonna go like yeah that's the way to do it more, not more apologizing backlash. anymore like they don't care and then eventually when people stop feeding into it it just goes away because there's nobody else listening it's true you know that's the way i look at it it's true and that's the bottom line yeah, the internet the internet bumps me cold, out though, man. Like we we do we do good motivational stuff, but I get on the internet and I'm instantly sucked into like I'm like there's just so much bad. There's just so much bad. But I did really good in 2018 to not engage. I mean, I would engage to mess yeah. with specific people, but like I don't engage in political discourse at all. I need to, I've gotten better, but I'm not where I need to be. <laughs> Well, I, I like I do way less. Like every once in a while, like all right, dude, I bit, I took the bite, but I I I brush a lot of it to the side. So it's the way you got to be. All right, that is episode two hundred and one. Later, try better next year.
Now life's not so simple 